Uh, okay, I think we should go into full spoilers then. I think so. Okay, let's kind of wait off a little bit. Let everybody... All right, guys, it's a good time to like... Yeah, shut it off and go watch the movie. Watch Just the movie. However you can. Yeah, take a here. break. Go to drive-in. Drive-ins are a good choice. Support your local drive-ins. Yeah. All right, here we go. Spoiler review. Full spoiler. Man, he killed a lot of people. <laughs> Did he really, though? <laughs> not that many. Well, if you think about the riot that he caused. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's not his fault. The Waynes are not happy with him. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so um, let's go ahead and we'll go through the timeline and we'll talk about things as we go on. All so right. again, full, full spoilers. I can't emphasize that enough. Well, we start off with him getting beaten up by a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. um, which just kind of shows like he's such a sad sap. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, and then we move into the social worker meeting. And I think the social worker meeting was really important because we got uh, we learned about his uncontrollable laughter. Did we learn about that there? He first well, laughed there. The bus yeah, it was afterwards on a bus trip. Yeah. You're right, you're right. That's the first time we got to see. And what's funny is when we're seeing it, we're actually not familiar with what he's doing, so it's yeah. really off He's just laughing with his social worker. We thought, that's kind of odd. But we do see, I think, his notebook there. And his notebook mm-hmm. is, what reminded me of is the Heath Ledger version of Joker. Yeah. Where, because for Heath Scribbles, Le- and it, yeah. you see several times porn pictures cut out and pasted in there and it's stuff. So weird, yeah. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Heath Ledger actually... Um, Locked himself away, I think it was for 30 days in a hotel room to get ready for his Joker mm-hmm. and would purposely make like insane Notes. No, notebooks. Yeah. And so just right away took me back to that. I was like, ooh, that's a good sign. Uh, and then we, uh, yeah, we learned about his uncontrollable laughter on the bus. Yeah. That's right. That's where he gives where the car to that poor. Yeah, and making faces <laughs> at the kid mom. and the mom gets mad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we see that he takes care of his frail mom. Uh, his mom is, is definitely on the way out and he's kind of just living with her. And it seems to be his sole purpose in life is to make sure that she's still kicking around yeah and so right there you find out that the mom supports and totally believes in the wayne family she's totally Big pro fan. wayne's she keeps writing letters to yeah. thomas wayne hoping that he would send some support to the family yeah he uh, she used to work for them yeah you know, so she says you know if he knew in what conditions we were living in you know because i used to work for him he would send us some money and help us get out of this and then we get an important piece of the show it's kind of the first of two checkoff guns in this movie. One mm-hmm. of them is literally a gun. But uh, the first one is that they watched the Franklin Mur- or the Murray Franklin show. Yeah. Or Franklin Murray Franklin live show. I kept writing Tonight Show in all my notes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, and so what this is, it's hosted by Robert De Niro, who also did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I would totally watch his show. <laughs> and um, and it's your normal like Carson level mm-hmm. Tonight Show. You know, things are going well. Yeah. And and he had, he fascinates that he's on that show. And the, one thing I like was when he's on the show... Um, and he's fascinating about that is in the fantasizing. Yeah, that uh, he thinks of of himself being worthy of the show because he takes care of his mom. Yeah. Or like, you know, what I'm saying like he's he's a good person. That, is why? That's what. Yeah. That's what makes him worthy of of the appreciation that he gets on it. Right. Yeah. Right. And while you're watching, you're like, oh, this would be great if it was real. But you can kind of tell like halfway through, like, no, nah, something's a little. Yeah. It's a daydream. It's all going a little too good. Too good. Yeah. And yeah. Moy Franklin he's dressed calls, very well. Moy Franklin calls him down and says, uh after their go to credits or whatever commercials tells him, uh, Oh, you're such a good kid. You know, it's really good what you're doing for your mom. Uh, I would be really proud to have you as a son or have, have a son like you or something. Oh, like I never thought about that? that. Yeah. So I wonder if, if Murray is, is, is his pseudo dad then. Yeah. That's, I imagine that's oh, part of his about that. psychological, his abandonment issues from his father. Wow. Yeah, he nice. gives him a big old hug and stuff like that. Yeah. That could, that could lead into the future important ways too. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yep. More, okay. More uh, gratifying ending. Yeah. Uh, the next day he gets a gun from his friend at work who's, you know, saying like, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the second Chekhov's gun. Literally, it's the gun. And so uh, for those of you guys who are not familiar with this rule is in a story, in a movie, in a play, it started off in plays, I think it was, uh, if a gun is introduced in the first act, it has to go off by the last act. Mm-hmm. And so basically that means that you're setting up the tool of the demise. It's it, You're foreshadowing the end of the movie. Yeah. So Murray and 
is gone are both foreshadowed. Yeah. And uh, we move forward into, we uh, see him kind of like, one, one thing I want to talk about too is we have multiple shots of the same thing. Mm-hmm. One is him like trudging through the streets, downtrodden, mm-hmm. uh, shows his, his uh, you know, loneliness really because yeah. his mom doesn't really even connect with him. Otherwise, he really has nobody else in his life that, you know, of any importance. Another one is we always see him looking out the window. Yeah. While he's like riding on the bus, riding in the car yeah. later Which on. We later are able to realize that he's probably daydreaming more, more often than he yeah. shows us. When he's just zonked out, just staring out of the window, he might be on the Murray Franklin show again or something like that. I wonder. Seeing more illusions. Yeah. So I wonder if there's some Delusions. sort of, because this movie is one of those things where when you, re, when you watch it, you're like, there's metaphors on metaphors. Yeah. And so I wonder if there's like a metaphor of him like looking through the glass for something. I don't know. There's got to be something there, you know? Um, also, another scene that you skipped over was uh, the boss firing him. Mm-hmm. and Or or maybe you didn't fire him then. That's, but he, that's, just, in the, that's coming up. Uh, but telling him, uh, you got to pay for that sign. And why would you keep the sign? So like, really yeah. just giving him a hard time over the no sign that. that these kids stole. And then they, you know, broke over his face and then jumped him, beat him up. And it's it's just a in the the setting and the the mood of the of that scene you really feel him sink even more. And it, I feel like you just keep seeing these scenes where he's just sinking deeper and deeper. And it's just like, man, that's really messed up. His boss is going to make yeah. him pay out of his check, you know, for some other company's sign that he was stolen and beaten with, you know, is messed you up. You ever see a movie called The Serious Man? No. It's a Cohen movie, Cohen Brothers movie. Oh. Uh, it's essentially the same kind of story where uh, there's this man who, and it's all about him trying to realize, uh, decide if, if there is a God and if there is a God, what is his plans? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he's this, he's man who keeps like going to different rabbi, rabbis and give him different advice. And as time goes on, things get worse and worse for him. It's the, <laughs> the Twitch disconnected. Yeah. Um, things are getting worse and worse for him and just like piling up things. So it's kind of that situation where it's just like everything's continuously piling up. He's yeah. o- life is always just getting worse and he's just finding a way through it. Mm-hmm. We see uh, when he gets back to his house, there's this cute like woman that like war- that lives in the same apartment as him. Yeah, they, building. They're in the elevator together. Yeah, and they kind of do this little meme or joking around, shoot each other in the head, everything like that. She was being funny about it. He was awkward about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Hey," and they're like, "Does that?" <laughs> yeah. Like, "Oh man, you practiced." <laughs> That's yeah. not. Great. You were thinking about it the whole time we were quietly standing in the elevator, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, weird. Which shows, you know, just uh, her his awkwardness. Was, her name was Sophie, but I don't remember it being mentioned. I, I have woman written down multiple times in my notes. Yeah, so I kept Sophie's putting, I kept putting neighbor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so now we see like, okay, this is going to be the love interest, if you can call it that, yeah, of the yeah. film. Okay. Uh, we later on see that he like bathes his mom. The, the level of care he gives to his mom is next tier. Yeah, very, very, uh, I don't know, hands-on. I don't know. He, he's the only reason his mom's still alive. If it gets to that point for my folks, I know you guys sometimes listen, we're hiring a nurse. Just to <laughs> right. <heads> up on that. <laughs> with, with those live-in homes or uh, care homes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll visit, I promise. Yeah, I'm sure. It'll be next like that, Wendy's. Um, but uh, also in that scene, we find that his mom doesn't think he's funny. <laughs> he's, oh my God, that was, to, that was one of the best jokes of the whole sad. show. Yeah, that was sad but funny. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be a stand-up comedian. I'm going to go up on stage and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but honey, you think you can do that? And he's like, well, yeah, you got it lined up, whatever. But don't you have to be funny to do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so. And he's like, oh wow, even your mom, who's totally very obvious or very clear that she has full uh, uh, faith in the Waynes, yeah, and that Thomas Wayne should be the next mayor, and he's gonna fix this place, and very, you know, headstrong about that. She can't just lie to you and say, oh yeah, you're funny, you'll do good, you'll be successful. That was great. No, don't you got to be funny to do that? <laughs> 
That's kind of heartbreaking. Poor guy's getting kicked down even by his mom, who he's bathing by hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was great. Okay, so, uh, and then we learn that, or later on, he's like, he's by himself in the living room, and I think this is important. Mm-hmm. He's holding the gun, he's kind of checking out the gun, and he starts to dance with the gun. Yeah. And he accidentally shoots it off another wall. What do you think that means? I think that shows, okay, so this is my grand theory. Okay, there's a scientific idea out there basically that says that birds and humans are the only ones that sing because we're the only ones that feel comfort Mm -hmm. so birds are up high so they don't have to worry about anything yeah and then uh humans sing because we're on the top yeah so i kind of had put that principle to this movie when i when i thought about it and i was like okay so every time he's holding the gun or does something that brings him brings him confidence he dances because it's his way of showing i'm safe and i'm it's like confidence. It's like a cat going belly up. You feel exactly. like you're in control. You don't have to worry about nobody yeah. around you. He's, of course, in his, his apartment with the door locked and stuff, but he has a gun now, you know, even if it's, yeah. it was loaded, but even if it wasn't loaded, you know, I feel like I'm in control. I'm confident. We see in other scenes him dancing like that. So I, I agree. I think it's, it's the, the only time he does that too, because otherwise he's always very yeah. kind of almost shoulders in, shrunken oh, yeah. within to himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is a good point though. Yeah. Cats and dogs, guys, if you guys don't know that, if your cat and dog sleeps with their belly up, that means that they feel safe. Yeah. They totally trust you so, with yeah. their life because their belly is what is the most exposed. Yeah. Bitten and kill them. Yeah. Uh, so I think that might be the case. I think it's belly up. A good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, uh, we see that <clears throat> he watches the woman throughout the day and kind of like follows her. The neighbor. Yeah. The um, na- uh, yeah. Sophie. Sophie. We're going to have to remember that. <laughs> So uh, he, yeah, he stalks her. He follows her down the street, down a pretty long ways, right? Didn't she take a bus or something too? Yeah, she went to her part. She went to work. Yeah, it, oh, basically yeah. followed she her. She worked at like a like a bank, I think it was a bank. Yeah, which I thought like maybe he's gonna rob the bank, but he's not at that point yet. Yeah, but it's very interesting. So that, yeah. that's something we'll come back to that once we kind of go to a okay. reveal. Yeah, on what the heck that was. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, we see that he goes to a nightclub, and I think this is really, really important, really telling. He goes to a nightclub and he's taking notes. And while the, the oh, comedy club, I'm sorry, yeah, comedy yeah, yeah, club. Yeah. And while the comedians doing their jokes, the audience will laugh at the punchline. Yeah. And then his laugh comes in while it's a setup. Yeah. He's and, not laughing at the same thing they're all laughing. Or well, I mean, it's, I know it's his fits, but yeah. still. But he didn't seem nervous. He it didn't look like his normal yeah. uh, anxiety laughing. It seemed like he was laughing out of of entertainment of the setup of a joke and he's and then, watching other people while they're doing it so he's like getting entertainment out of society watching jokes being told yeah i mean that's what it is it's, so it's just a clear clear key like a, a sign that he's not on the same tune with everybody else right he doesn't see what they see as funny and vice versa yeah so his yeah he it's a joke that nobody else would understand which becomes later on yeah yeah i, I was like yeah it doesn't seem like he's having one of his episodes right now he's Literally laughing at the wrong, yeah. Which he like, could be. A guy yeah. walked in the bar, ha, 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 and then he, you know, ordered a whatever, and everybody else starts laughing, and, and he's, he's dead like, silent. Oh, okay, he, he if anything, he's writing notes. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> another thing too is when you see his notes, everything's misspelled. Uh, he he's outside of the line, so yeah. I, I think he has it's like little, no education. Yeah. Or very little of it. I'm not sure. Yeah. So it's really really weird. Um, and it could be part of his disorder, you know, uh, just lack of motor controls, and yeah, I don't know. So the next big event of the movie, uh, and I think probably act, the next act kicks in here pretty soon, is he gets fired from work for accidentally dropping a gun in a children's hospital. Yes. That'll do it. That'll yeah. that'll usually do it. And he was having a pretty good show. I liked it. He was entertaining. And he had a little dance. I was like, yeah. I gotta learn that dance. It's gonna be the new craze. Everybody's gonna start doing that dance at prom. All right. His little oh, like clown man. dance. Yeah. All you people on the stream on YouTube just caught that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, then it, the gun falls out of his pant leg or something like that. Yeah, and, and he's like, it's part of my act. He's like, uh-oh, uh, he picks it, picks it up and then kind of tries to play it off. And, yeah. Yeah, gets fired. So uh, he gets fired for that. And then he's on the train or on the subway home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and okay, so I'm gonna, we're going to talk about what happens. But basically, these three guys are being jerks to this woman. And they he starts having his laugh fits. And they come over and they just start, start beating him up. Him. Yeah, 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 they harass him. Yeah. And uh, he ends up shooting all three of them. Yeah. Oh, such... Pff. Very well so done. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say he just shoots all three of them, but it's very. Yeah. You're, you're hoping to see him, like, you know, pull the gun, threaten him, or something like that, like you would expect most people. No, these guys are bullying him. They push him to the ground. They start fighting with him. I was thinking, oh, crap, this gun's going to fall loose. One of them is going to grab it. Yeah. Nope. Oh, you just see a bullet hole through two guys. And then you see, that, okay, he's got the gun. He's in control of the situation. And then he chases down the other one afterwards. Yeah. So I like how they, they really suspensefully, really in an exciting turn, Gave him control. He went full animal mode too, because that third guy, yeah, he, he very well like almost like prey and predator mode, like kind of stalked at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he wanted to make sure he didn't get away to tell everybody what happened too. <laughs> yeah, and I think there's a big important real life uh, analog to this is uh, a man named Bernie Getz. If you guys mm-hmm. aren't familiar with Bernie Getz, uh, he's a man that from New York who obviously Gotham reminds much of us of New York, mm-hmm. um, who did the same thing essentially. He there was a crime problem in in New York. And he shot some young gentleman on a subway. Uh, and the same thing happened in this story that happened in the Bernie Getz story. Except for at the end, we find out Bernie Getz was problematic from the beginning. But um, everybody in the city, we slow. He, they start to kind of worship him, worship him as a vigilante. Yeah. So I don't have that in the rest of the story. But a background story that we're seeing go on is slowly people are starting to wear clown makeup and stuff like that to protest the big and rich people and stuff like that. They see, yeah. cause these three guys that were shot were all rich. Like Wayne, stock they were Wayne employees. They were. Yeah. Which means Thomas so, Wayne's going to become a, and, try to become mayor. So to get into more of what's going on in the city is there's a big divide going on right now, protests and riots and stuff because the classes in the city are being divided further. So there's the wealthy who seem to control everything and have all the money. And then the middle class is pretty much gone. So the yeah. poor are getting poorer and having a hard time surviving. And being pretty much controlled and bullied by the wealthy. Yeah, that's not so, happening in real life. So yeah, <laughs> so this guy shooting three, you know, of the Wayne employees on a train, three rich, you know, yeah. pompous white kids. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, pretty much seen as a hero, and it goes on the news and becomes a big thing. And everybody, even though he didn't go out and say anything about it at the time, everybody sees him as a martyr for this change that needs to come in the in, in their society. So right after the shooting, we see one of the most important things in the film. He runs off. He gets into this public bathroom and he locks the door and he yeah. just, he starts, after he starts to breathe, he starts to dance. dance. I like how though you see him running frantically, but they, they show it from several angles. He's running, but he's not being chased by anybody. That's a good point. And it was kind of interesting because you think, I mean, he just shot people, ran out of the subway. There's three bodies laying there. Like you would think somebody would have called attention to it or something like that. That's just how bad the city is. Yeah. It, it, it's just shots that went off in the yeah, city. That's nobody's worried about, okay, three more punks died, whatever. Yeah. And then later they find out they're wealthy kids and it becomes a big news thing. But, you know, assuming it was methods or whatever, it's not not pursued. And yeah, he gets away. Mm-hmm. He, he even looks behind him and you're thinking like, oh, you know, a cop's going to come around the corner and right. be after him. Nope, he's running. He was afraid of what he did. But then he, uh, yeah, like you're saying, got to the bathroom and nobody... Nobody was after him. And once there, once he realizes he's safe again, yeah. he starts to dance again. Yeah. Showing that not only is it the gun that released him, but just using it, killing somebody, yeah. now being, took some weight off his shoulders. Being in control because he's been bullied. He just got jumped by those like five teenage boys not that long ago. And so in this time, having the, the power to defend himself, killed these three guys. Yeah. And now he realizes like, you know what? I can control my life. I can make decisions that 
alter my destiny and I don't have to just be, yeah. you know, a turd getting kicked on the street anymore. He feels safe. He feels confident. Yeah. And we see that confidence follow through when he goes back to his apartment and he starts to kiss Sophie. Yes. Remember the name. So he, the, the music was perfect there too. Cause it changes to where you feel, yeah. oh man, he's, he's the man right now. He's got power. He's got confidence. He's going to do what he wants, how he wants. And sure enough, he marches to her apartment. She'd flirted with him prior. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which, you know, we we didn't go over that scene. No, no, either, no we'll but, go in the future. But uh, she she flirted with him a little bit. So he goes back and opens the door and just charges in and kisses her. And she doesn't seem to resist. So he, It's he, a, like a real meet-cute situation. Yeah. Like you'd see Ted Mosby doing this on yeah. How I Met Your Mother kind of thing. It's a One of those romantic. Things. Like she, yeah. she was hoping he would come over. And sure enough, he did. And yeah. The door like, closes. Oh, good old yeah. Joker. Yeah. Arthur, Arthur at this point. Arthur Flick. Yeah. So that was a really cool scene to see him... Uh, <laughs> empowered like that until you realize what it could have been. Uh, and then we see that Thomas Wayne's going to announce running for mayor. So that's not, that's not a really that big of a deal to be honest with you. Uh, but the next important thing I want to talk about is we see Arthur. He's at the next social worker meeting and this one, he's finding out that he's losing funding. But what did you want to bring? One in? thing to note though, Thomas Wayne, when he's on TV is insulting the Joker on the news. Oh okay, and, yeah. And the, the public doesn't like that. The public's seeing yeah. the Joker as a martyr. So that's even further wedging apart point. the wealthy and the poor and, yeah. and stirring up the riots even further. Yeah. Uh, at the social worker meeting, though, it we just saw him have one in the beginning, but the second one, far more confident. Yeah. He's just spelling it out. He's like, you don't listen to me. Like, he's actually, like, focused. So, uh, should we leave the psychological stuff for the end? No, yeah, leave that leave that oh, till we get to I it. think that's something going on right there, yeah. but okay. <laughs> I don't get it's so good. But yeah, he's very... We're going to get to the twist. We're going to do he, another spoiler when you just right before that. So, he yeah, he starts um, just, ta- just, just listening or just talking. And then uh, she's like, Arthur, Arthur, I, I got to stop you. You know, the funding's been cut. I need yeah. you to know this is going to be our last session. And then uh, he's he yeah rants at her, gets upset with her, and tells her like, you don't listen to me, do you? I've been yeah. telling you the same thing. I'm all uh, all I have is negative thoughts, like we see in the trailer. All I have is negative thoughts. The way yeah. he says that's it, like, oh, you man, ask, you know, so how good. how was my day? How was work? How was my job or whatever? And then you know, do you have any negative thoughts? And he says, that's all I have is negative thoughts. Yeah. It's so hard not to sympathize with this man. Yeah. And yet, you know, and, there, and she makes it clear right there that he's getting his medications cut too, because yeah. he asks, well, if the funding's cut for the program, where do I go to get my meds? And she says, like, I don't know, or, or something that makes us believe that he won't be able to get any medication at this point. And it's further proof that the, the disenfranchised are not being taken care of. Yeah, exactly. So. Within Gotham. All right. And then uh, again, we have the clowns in the background that are going uh, crazy. One big thing we learn after that is, Arthur is Thomas Wayne's son, according to his mom. So at this point, doesn't he go on stage and uh, do his performance where he laughs and chokes? I don't have... No. Do I have that down right here? I think that's next. I could um, be wrong. Yeah, nevertheless. Okay, so we'll go We'll go into that. Um, he yeah. goes on the stage. It's after after he comes back from the comedy show that he gets mom's letter. Okay. Mom's letter. Yeah. Right. So yeah, he's on stage and... And uh, starts having one of his laughing fits and can't control Sophie it. Sophie went out to see him and she's being supportive. Yeah, she, he sees her in the back, so he's kind of excited and yeah. nervous, but goes on a stage, has a bad laughing fit. Oh, a bad one. And you and, feel and so choked. bad for him. Yeah. Like, this is your one chance, man. But you see, after a little while, you know, people aren't too cruel to him. After a little while, he yeah. gets a little traction. Starts having a good show. Has <laughs> Starts saying some, some good jokes, apparently are landing because it sounds like people are laughing. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so good. Um, he, he feels confident that he's doing a good job. Yeah. There. That's and, what we and, see. Yeah. And so then he gets back and, uh, you know, after the show. 
<laughs> trying to do this in order to draw rough. We just want to spill the beans. It's like watching Prestige and trying to say like, but the two brothers know. <laughs> we did no spoilers. This has to be like light spoilers. And then like, let's dig deep into what, yeah. what we really think was going on. Uh, so then he goes to the hospital. He, he finds out that his mom's being taken to the hospital. And she she had a stroke after the police were questioning her. Yeah. About the three men that were killed. Um, so Arthur's sitting in the hospital with his mom. And that's where, uh, let's see. Where are we at here? Oh, yeah. Does he, now, does he learn about the mom's... Um, so... Because his mom goes to the hospital. Before before she goes to the hospital, he gets the letter, reads the letter. Um, I have this whole phase mixed up. Yeah, so mom's letter to Thomas Wayne reveals that Arthur's his son. Okay, yeah. So he reads that letter that says that... Uh, I don't remember how it is, but it's, it's pretty basically much like, Thomas, that, help support me and your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he's like, wait, you know, our, uh, uh, Thomas Wayne might be might be my dad. Um, so that's when he goes to the gates and meets Bruce. He goes to the oh, mansion. Oh man, what an impactful and scene! He's just being a playful clown, trying to you know, lure the kid to the gate. Which is kind of creepy, <laughs> right. but gets gets Bruce there, and then um, that forceful smile though is such a such a foreshadow into their future relationship. Yeah, you know, where he's like forcing the smile, and Bruce is not having any of it. Yeah. And then we get we actually get uh, um, Alfred interrupts him. Was it Alfred? Yeah, I just assumed it was just some random. I just story. assumed it was Alfred. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's his, you know. Yeah. There's only one but butler all of all of Wayne Manor, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought he was a security guard, but I yeah. thought it was Alfred. But yeah, so um, cuts yeah, in. Arthur puts his fingers in in, in uh, Bruce's mouth and, and pulls his cheeks up to make him smile. Yeah, so like, disturbing. Trying to cheer him up. It's like, but, dude, don't touch that kid. <laughs> but then he does ask for his dad, right? Yeah. And then that's when security or Alfred comes up and right. intervenes and tells him, you know, get out of here. Uh, but doesn't he tell him then that no, your mom's crazy? None Al- of that yeah, true. Alfred spoils that. It says yeah. uh, your mom was delusional. Yeah, and so uh, he wants to follow up on that. Um, so that's when he comes home and finds the paramedics, uh, rushing out of the, out of the apartment with his mom. Okay. Um, and then, so he, we see after that, uh, you know, of course he goes with them to the hospital, his mom's stable. Uh, and then he's sitting outside the hospital smoking. That's one thing too, is he smokes a lot in this movie, which we don't Does see very often, yeah, but, but it, it plays well too, for the character. Well, and at that time in history, cause this takes place like in the eighties or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it was very commonplace. Yeah. 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 Um, even but, when I was a child you went into a, a Denny's or whatever and they told you smoking or non-smoking yeah. and now that's not even thing, especially in <laughs> California even, that never had to happen not even an option but back then it was just so common matter of fact it's so funny this is out of the thing I, I, um, I was somewhere like in Walmart and I smelled I could smell somebody had, had been smoking like an actual cigarette not yeah. any cigarettes or something like that and it was just like Man, that's like a waft of childhood there. That's so funny that that brings me back to the good old days. Of, Reminds you when you were a kid and mom and dad are like bringing you in the casino to get you to the arcade. Or, you know, grandpa <laughs> used to have the bar. It reminded me of yeah, that. And it was yeah, like, yeah. oh man, it's kind of funny. That's a weird thing to kind of flashback. <laughs> I miss the smell of cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little sorry. side that's note, bad. guys, but yeah, it's childhood um, for you. So, okay. So at the hospital, he's sitting out on a bench when the detectives approach yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of like just give him the, you know, and he he does he's actually very confident there too, and like don't bug me. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that, and I didn't I didn't uh, dig any deeper into whether that was something more than it, than it was more than face value. But I'm thinking like maybe maybe there was more going on that we didn't understand. At this point is when he is that when he goes up to the room and he watches uh, Murray's show with his mom up in the uh, yes. So yeah, so the. the, the when- one scene, though, I want to point out, in that little part where they're talking to the te- detectives, the only scene in the whole movie I was not satisfied with was when he leaves the detectives because he gives them some confident rant of, you know, oh, you know, I don't have anything to say to you guys or whatever. They're trying to, they want to bring him in on charges and hold him or bring him in for questioning or whatever. Yeah. And he says, you know, pretty much I don't need to talk to you guys. Storms off and walks into the glass door. Oh, yeah, that's that true. And that kind of just broke the, the, the mood, yeah. the rhythm. He was doing good and then it was just like, 
the clown, you know. We didn't need it. Yeah. It, it really cuts attention. Yeah. And it should have stayed yeah. high. So it was, it would have been a really good scene if they just cut that part out. He just let him walk through the door. He was, I don't know. But I know yeah. the clown aspect, they wanted to kind of not change who he is with his evolution or whatever he's cut going back through, on his confidence a little bit because yeah. he got a lot of confidence in that in that speech so he didn't really want too much confidence maybe that's why I don't yeah know. it was really weird so it, was, it was just kind of a weird scene it kind of i don't know to me it, it like you're saying it cut the tension and offset that scene a little too much so that evening we see uh he's on the murray show mm-hmm. they murray uh does like these like oh you think i'm bad at jokes check this guy out oh yeah and Is then that, he's sitting on a bench in the room with his mom and sophie right well sophie left already but she was there earlier to be supportive okay but um but yeah so he sees this and he sees that here his idol which now we're thinking surrogate dad maybe even murray franklin yeah murray franklin is showing clips of his stand-up and that they're bombing yeah and showing that like oh ridiculing him on tv yeah yeah and which you know of course shatters (laughs) shatters arthur yeah 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 um and then we go into uh, so yeah that and then he visits Arkham Asylum to to get proof that Thomas was right because he um, let's see let me pull back a little bit here let me make sure we have this correct see so yeah, he goes to Arkham Asylum after that right mm-hmm. to, and he finds out that he was at because Thomas said he was adopted uh, or am I jumping forward too much yeah so I see here we have uh, I'm sorry I I tried to take a lot of notes. Um, Right after that, we see that the citizens are rioting even more. Yeah, that's stepping and, up. Yeah, and uh, he's he's starting to feel. I noted here, he's starting to feel like a secret celebrity. He's starting. To, you see in his face, he's starting oh, to get some, right. some satisfaction out of that. Like, oh man, whatever I did, you know, it's actually having an impact, and he's feeling appreciated through uh, the 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 figurehead of a clown being represented as in the riot and stuff like that. Um, but then. Uh, he he goes to the opera after this and meet or the, okay. the theater. I have and it. Meets, uh, yeah, meets Arthur Wayne or meets uh, Thomas uh, Wayne. Thomas Wayne uh, in the bathroom of all places, and uh, but Thomas drops a bunch of hard truth on him that hey you know your your mom was mentally unwell and she wanted all this stuff yeah. to be true but none of this was true and and you know you're, I'm not your dad and blah 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 and then you were adopted not yeah, even that, yeah yeah you were adopted and and uh, abused and neglected that they found. You and your mom's apartment, and you'd been beaten by her boyfriend, and yeah. chained to a radiator. And he and went to Arkham that. afterwards to get all candidates of proof of that. So it's not yeah. like Thomas is lying to him because that actually was all proven later on. And I don't remember if, if he started laughing or what it, what it was that caused it, but uh, Thomas punched him. I think it might have been his up. laughter. Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I don't remember what it was. Because yeah. anytime he gets his nerves Nervous, up, yeah, you know, which so, would be a time to do that when you find out everything yeah. went wrong. So Thomas punched him in the face. His uh, dream dad i mean this yeah. guy's running for mayor big figurehead mom loves him to death yeah be a great father figure and he doesn't want any money out of him i like yeah. that he didn't I want any money out of him he just dad. wanted to talk to him yeah um so yeah so after the arkham situation and he gets all his proof that thomas was right he goes to, to uh sophie's apartment and this is a trip and this is what you got next on your notes uh, well you. yeah he went to arkham Asylum and stole the file right he stole the file yeah yeah, yeah. to he figure out that you know the truth about the mom so he goes to to Sophie's apartment and it's very odd because while he's walking in there, he's kind of feeling the walls. I was like, wait a minute, we just saw you in this apartment not long ago. And he sits on the couch. Sophie walks in and is startled by him. The reason for this <sighs> Such is, a good twist. This was this was a Shyamalan twist almost. It was. But it better. Was. 
Sophie has not been hanging out with him at all. Mm-hmm. They're not going out. They're not dating. This was all a delusion and, and on Arthur's part. We in our review didn't mention several small scenes where they just show him where we used to see him walking down the street alone. Mm-hmm. We would occasionally see him walking with Sophie or yeah. buying, you know, a hot dog, a hot dog stand or something like that with Sophie. So they had these little dates. She so was at the apartment or she was at the hospital with him. Yeah. So she was at the nightclub or the comedy yeah, club. They were kind of getting, you know, not super serious. Somewhat but dating, she was, yeah. yeah. She was around him a lot and comfortable with him and he he could rely on her and stuff yeah so he's sitting on her couch uh she comes in the room like startled like who are you you know she you could tell she probably just put her daughter down to sleep yeah and uh she says you're you're arthur right the guy from down the hall oh it's so crazy and then just that oh gosh she doesn't know who he is she hasn't been with him this whole time the last contact they probably made was in that elevator yeah where he made that awkward like you know yeah i'll blow my brains out too kind of thing and uh, so you realize that because we just found out uh, through him stealing the Arkham uh, files and what uh, Thomas. Uh, Thomas Wayne explained, his mom is not only like delusional, but severely delusional. Like right. she's really bad, supposedly. She thinks that Thomas is. It's not that she's lying. She thinks that Thomas was a, was the mother, the father of her child. Yeah. And uh, now we see. And now we see that that's exactly what Arthur has is grand delusions, which changes everything yeah we this is where we get the big term uh unreliable narrator because we don't know if anything we've seen was true yeah you can't trust a thing we see from from before this and after this now yeah so now we know just about every scene with sophie was fake was every yeah so but those were you know not just like fake those were his fantasies his imaginations what his coping mechanism to make him feel better about what's going on in his life is oh it's okay i have this girl who you know said two sentences to me in the elevator now I'm madly in love with her. I imagine he stalked her that day, followed her to her work, but then he turned away. I was wondering if you street. think that's real or not. Yeah, I imagine he followed her, but she didn't come by the apartment afterwards and say, hey, did you see? Were yeah, you, were you flirtatious. watching me? Yeah. Who would be flirtatious with their stalker? No, that was all him. Yeah. Man, that's so something else. It, yeah. Uh, one thing for the sound design aspect, it was kind of an easy move mm-hmm. for the sound design, but as soon as the shock comes to her that he's in the apartment, thunder strikes outside. Yeah. Or lightning and then thunder follow up, uh, which was kind of like, just we're in xd theater so of course the sound penetrates you in an xd theater <laughs> yeah and it was like oh man you know it makes you really feel the moment uh really good sound design in this movie fantastic job uh then he goes after this he visits Back his mom, mom yeah. yeah and one thing one of the little quotes he says amongst his little like rambling of like this is what my life is and you're to blame mm-hmm. because oh another thing uh in the file he does confirm that he was abused as a child by the mom's boyfriend yeah now she says he was never sad during this. Like, oh, I never know you were sad. Oh, Do you think I it's because I didn't realize that? Yeah, it's his disorder. She you assumed know, because yeah. he's laughing that he's enjoying it or playing around with them or something. When I, I went on Reddit because, of course, you got to go on Reddit. You got to do all your research on different theories in this movie because this movie deserves different theories. Oh, okay. A lot of people are like, oh, well, he got the laughing dis- the disorder from the abuse. But I think, yeah, I think the laughter was hiding his sadness because we've seen that already happen so many times. I did like the scene too where they where uh, he's reading the file, and it shows pretty much him, grown Arthur, standing in the corner of his mom's interrogation. They did really like really good job with that scene. Yeah, um, but that makes so much sense. I didn't I didn't realize that. But yeah, his his mom's boyfriend would probably beat him because he would just laugh at whatever he says. He says, you know clean up your toys or whatever, and the kid starts laughing because he's scared because this guy's abusive. And it, it kind of just continues to yeah. escalate because he has to laugh to cope with the situation. So he, uh, in time out, chained to a radiator, malnourished because yeah. they 
didn't take care of him and just having laughing fits and she's like oh because she's delusional she's catching just bits and pieces of reality and in those bits and pieces there's a child laughing oh things are good yeah um yeah and then he tells his mom one of the best lines the laugh was the real me Hmm. which i was like oh man that's that's a deep dive into yourself to say that and uh we get the big move where he actually puts a pillow over his mom's face and kills her oh yeah that was biggie so uh but really in her state too she needed hands-on care all the time like he was it's a lot less work for him Are after you this rooting for joking no, to kill somebody <laughs> i mean not really but i mean for he, arthur at this point i think we're, we're we're starting to get into joker right now he's kind of that transition from arthur to joker right yeah now. but she didn't have much quality of life at this point she was insanely delusional yeah and so he yeah. kind of was not that killing her was helping her but right putting her out of her own misery this is such a long review, by the way. We're at 48 minutes so far. <laughs> Go for an hour and a half. Um, okay. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, now he plans on uh, going on the... Because Mur- he gets oh. invited to the to Murray Franklin show. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, yeah, that joke bit was actually funny. So why don't you come on and yeah. do a couple more of your Everybody bits. wants to hear more of your comedy. Is yeah. what they try to pitch It's kind of like when a comedian's so bad that they're funny, essentially. So, yeah. like, you know, like, why don't you come you, on? You watch a YouTube video where somebody does something really stupid and you want to yeah. exploit it for more this attention. This train wreck, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... He plans on killing himself on the Yeah, the, so we see uh, him Murray doing Franklin like, show. he's watching and rewatching an episode. We see him practice his little entrance and his, you know, how he's going to shake his hand and stuff like that. Does a little one-line joke and then his joke, the punchline is going to be him blowing his own brains out. Yeah, that's so, shows it's so messed up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he, he's dying his hair and he begins his transition. He does his final oh, makeup yeah. and, and and we're really getting, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was, it, he, was he dancing? Throughout this process of dying his hair and stuff like that, it was at least the same. I think he did, yeah. The same mood, the same vibe as when he dances. So I yeah. feel like so he I really we're, feels we're in into control. Joker now. Yeah. Okay. Was this when he put himself in the fridge? Uh, I don't. I actually didn't I think write, it is. I didn't write when that was because it wasn't a big deal. Is why you didn't write it down and why I didn't write it down. But when I was researching through people's thoughts on this, yeah, a lot of people feel like he never got out of the that he fridge. He might have died in the fridge. He might have died in the fridge, yeah. and then everything we see after that is uh, his 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 thoughts. I don't believe any of that. Who would fantasize that they? It's just kind of weird that he went in the fridge in the first place. Then, because the grand the final ending wouldn't be part of your fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The very very end. Well, I mean, yeah. we can't trust anything. I love this movie yeah. so much. Yeah. I don't think I think that was just part of. You know, being in control, confined space, people with, you know, um, neurological disorders sometimes like to be like, yeah. if you have uh, it, it, a, a cocooning, stuff. he could be cocooning too. Yeah. And then he's a, yeah. he's releasing himself afterwards. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we see that his friends come by and uh, it was the guy that gave him the gun and then this other friend of his. And we learn that he's off his meds. Yeah. Not great. And... Uh, Somewhere in there, I'm not sure at what point. I think it was just before that. Uh, he sees the the picture his mom had. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. With the TW on the back. Yeah. So well, you pointed that out to me in theaters, and I was like, "Oh man, TW. That means he did have a, a picture that his mom had gotten from Thomas Wayne, which means Thomas Wayne really is the dad." But you pointed out to me, "No, that's how delusional the mom was. She was writing letters to herself from Thomas Wayne." To make it look and like... And we have no proof either way. So it's yeah. one of those Inception and things where I did the top tip over if we don't know which way it went. Yeah. It's uh, so great because of that. You know, that's that's I like it that way. I want to not know. Yeah. Don't tell me for sure. It's so suspenseful. <laughs> yeah, because his reaction afterwards is like, yep, she was batshit crazy. Like, yeah. his reaction afterwards is like, that's too bad. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, his friends come over. One of the friends is the one that gave him the gun. And he gets a... Was it a knife? Uh, or scissors? Scissors. Scissors. And jugular. just went oh, right nuts on that dude. Oh, yeah. Crazy so he, in the head. He at first when he saw the the big guy, he was kind of 
leery, like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And then he yeah. opened the door a little more and saw the little guy. Because that big guy had betrayed him in the past. Said, oh, yeah, yeah when the gun situation happened. Yeah, he he tried like, to, like, frame him or whatever. Exactly. Put the, put the blame on him. So, uh, and then the other friend was like, uh, oh, I don't want anything. He's like, no worry, man. You're the only one that was safe to me or, or nice to me and lets him go. Yeah. And it was just that moment you were on the edge of your seat. Like, yeah, is he going to kill the little guy too? Like, or come what? on, man. Uh-huh. Just be cool. And uh, he luckily lets the other friend go. Yeah. It was um, a really good scene, though. Though it was very a little well gruesome. Done. He killed the guy and stuff, but it was just so, such an exciting, well done scene. In this moment, too, is another time where I was like, okay, so I think what they're doing is they're color enhancing all the blood. Probably. I don't, I don't yeah. know if you noticed it or not. Because it was very... Well, I mean, he had white makeup on, too. Well, but I'm not, I'm not even on the walls, on everything. So yeah. there's one of two things I think they're doing. They're either color enhancing the blood, they're, turning, they're making it all much more vibrant, or the rest of the movie is saturated and they're leaving the blood normal. Yeah. So that it, it stood out. You guys, when you watch this movie, pay attention to that. Yeah. When you rewatch seems... it, because I'm assuming you're all going to rewatch it like I am. Uh, the <laughs> blood is is extra vibrant. Yeah. So they, they must have toned something up on that. So yeah. there's something there. Um, and we have full Joker. Now he's he's headed to the, to the Murray Franklin show. He's got his jock jams going. And uh, he's dancing down the, the stairway, which we see, you know, <laughs> yeah. a bunch of times uh, in all feel, the promos. Feeling super empowered. Uh, we looked this up. Like, what's the, what's the deal with the dancing? And... Um, Phoenix had said that that moment there where they're dancing, they just got the score in and he's like, man, that score just made me want to dance. Yeah. So he's purposely dancing because he liked that music. They didn't have any real plan for that. Yeah. That was him putting that in. But we're seeing full Joker now where he's okay with it. He's chased by the detectives and then, because uh, the detectives find him while he's doing this mm-hmm. and he like kind of escapes going through this subway stuff like that. It really yeah. to me wasn't that really important. It was a, it was a good scene though just to see that you know, I, I don't know him. He was evading the detectives using the writing clowns. Yeah. So he like faded into the clowns, then got yeah, out. When, the one big note is when he's walking away from that scene, because eventually the detectives accidentally shoot an innocent guy. They're beating him. They're, then everybody starts to beat at the detectives. Yeah. Um, but when he's walking away from the confidence in his stride, was just like that dude is Heath Ledger now. <laughs> what? It, it, that's exactly what I was going to go with it is. I, I think right here we see one of the very first learning points of him evolving to Heath Ledger because yeah. that's exactly how he he rolls. Like he's not hiding; he'll hide in plain sight. Yeah, and he showed he learned in that mi- in that moment that he can do that. And I think kind of figured out how he's gonna function, operate in the future yeah. based on that. Because in the beginning of the uh, Dark Knight, you see Heath Ledger doing that whole uh, bank robbery and killing off the guys that's one by one. He, he comes out, <laughs> yeah, no problem with just. In plain have to sight, again. yeah. Uh, okay, so we, he gets to the show. Uh, he has to be called Joker because that's what uh, Murray had insulted with. Like, oh, look at this Joker when yeah. he was doing the clips. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to be called Joker when he's introduced. When the curtains are opening, he's mid-pose. Yeah, like he's, he's doing, dancing. He was doing that dance. Okay. Yeah. So that means that I, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm confident. Yeah. I'm safe. So he, this is what he's been waiting for. And he makes a big um, entrance, dancing across the stage. Yeah. And... Uh, I noticed one thing too, or uh, when he gets out, because you know he's having this conversation. It seems to be going okay. He's awkward, but you know, yeah. for Arthur, it's a pretty good conversation. Um, <laughs> and uh, one thing uh, too is is Murray seems to be kind of okay with this guy. He, you know, the makeup. Somebody just there's a clown that just died, so it's kind of like this off putting yeah. thing. But, but it's they, okay. They kind of touched on it prior, right? They did. They did a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, know, maybe that's what the people need to see. Yeah. Like clown and good light kind of thing. So I, I, I really think I would have liked this Murray character in real life. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so he brings out the book and we see in the book, he reads the passage that he had read in the beginning of the movie that was something along the lines of making sure you make sure your death is as important as, yeah. as your life or something yeah. along that lines. Yeah. Um, that was, which that was one of his jokes is I, I hope my 
death makes more sense than my life. Yeah. That's what it was. And that changed his plans. Because remember, yeah. remember, his plans originally is to kill himself upon live TV. Yeah. Uh, that changed his plans a bit. Mm-hmm. So when he's there, he ends up confessing to killing the men on the train. And we see just pure Phoenix acting in this moment where we have moments of confidence, uh, humor. He has pure rage sometimes where he's like shaking, he's visibly shaking, like, but trying to stay contained. And then other times where he's just super like slinging out the words while people around him are like, Oh my God, no, the other guest is like, you can't be joking around about that. And then Murray's kind of like, he's doing a very good job of keeping this guy contained as a host. Yeah. He's a good job. Like, okay, well, what do I do with this information? This guy just confessed to being a murderer. I can't do anything that's going to be volatile and make him react, you know, unstable. So, you know, why would you do such a thing? He starts kind of asking him like to delve into a little deeper. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. That was so good. (laughs) Uh, Um, And then we see finally his final joke mm -hmm. and he would first, did you, (laughs) did you note the joke that he said prior? It was, uh, it was a knock, knock joke. No. Uh, The one where he said, and they said, Oh yeah, that's not very funny. Uh, I can't remember. I kept. I tried to look it up online. I couldn't find it. But I was wondering if that had any kind of significance later on in the story. I think it was something about like a drunk driver or something. Like yeah, that, like the, the kid died in a car accident or something like that. Didn't come home to his parents or something like that. Yeah. And people were like, oh, that's not very funny. And then he's like, I think it's funny. Kind of exactly. Thing. Yeah. So I wanted to see what did he think that was funny that nobody else did, but I, I forgot. I think. I think for him, it's a lot of like nihilism and the fact that nothing matters. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to see. I'll have to note it down next time I watch it. You could easily watch this movie a few times and oh. catch new things every time. I yeah. love movies like that. But yeah, sorry. Going so to great. the, the so punchline. The punchline to the joke is that he brings out his gun and he shoots Murray in the head. Yeah. And everybody's going nuts. Oh. And then he goes, he grabs the camera. What was his line, though? He says. Tell me. Uh, Gosh, I can't remember exactly. Don't bring up and these lines. If no, you no, no. It was, it was good. Too. It was good. His, his joke was. Uh, what do you get when you mix a society or a, a man with a psychological disorder and a society that continues to beat him down or something like that? Yeah. And then he stood up with the gun. He says, "You get what you what you deserve." That's yeah, what something like you that. You get what yeah. you deserve, and that's what the rioters were using as their mantra or whatever. You get yeah. what you deserve, and you know, as they were killing people, shoots Murray, who yeah. now we're thinking surrogate father, like, like shooting Thomas Wayne almost. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Or at least in his mind, it was his his fictional father, and it was the only thing tying him down. It was his it was his goal to be on that show someday. Yeah. And he just released himself. Yeah. So then we see uh, he like grabs the 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 camera yeah. at one point, which yeah. is very Heath Ledger moment. Yes. Um, it was really it's, great. Does such a good job at mirroring what could be Heath Ledger. It, it really, yeah. yeah there's, I loved there's, it. It's like a deeper version of him. Yeah. Uh, we see that he's hauled away, but we see that the city's like totally just blowing up around him. This this sparked the city all the way. Uh, there was a, an escape attempt to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he does like the blood smile on his face with so, his busted up mouth. But I explain that the cops got him somehow, you know, out, right, out of the studio. All the way, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in a cop car. An ambulance comes by and, and hits the cop car. Because you're thinking like, oh man, now he's going, he's going right. to prison, going to Arkham Asylum, whatever. Cop car gets hit by an ambulance. The ambulance drivers are all clowns. They get out and take him out of the smashed cop car. He's the only one that survived. Yeah. They lay him on the hood. And then from there, he's, he's, he regains consciousness, stands up, and, and around him is just rioting clowns, insane everywhere. Yeah. And then, yeah, he takes the blood from his mouth and draws. And, and he, his smile was very faded at the time. He draws with that, like you're saying, uh, super vibrant blood, uh, a new smile, which I thought that visual was really cool, like, I yeah. kind of want to get a picture of him redrawing that blood as a wallpaper picture right I there. I know, right? Uh, oh, that'd be good. He stands on the hood of the car and kind of basks in his own glory yeah. or as the rioters are celebrating him and feels like, you know, like he dances quietly in the bathroom, but 
you can see him feeling that uh, now the city's with him on this one. Yeah, yeah. Question though, right before this, when they get hit, he's looking out the window and yeah. he's doing his fast. Uh, you know, his. Uh, why can I not th- say the word right, John? Fascinating. That's not it. Fantasizing. Fantasizing. Thinking. Yeah. So was all that fake? Because later on, after this, we see that he is in, in Arkham. Arkham. Yeah. So he does eventually being... make it there. So that's another. That's another variable. Another question. Nobody will really know, but. Did his cop car get hit or did he just get driven all the way out? I just imagine that these people are rooting for me. Yeah. You know, there's several times though. We can break them down. I don't have details. I don't know if we need to because we're over an hour already. Oh, yeah. In this review, it's almost as long as the movie you're pretty soon. But yeah, (laughs) I I think that one could easily be just a a fantasy of his that as he's driving uh, to Arkham Asylum in the cop car, that he sees the rioters, sees them wearing the clown makeup mm-hmm. they he, they might not know that he personally is the one that shot murray franklin and started the riots and stuff i like think that, they are i think that's the reason they try to bust him out yeah if he is the case if, they bust if, him if out, it's yeah. true yeah because yeah. then they have to like purposely like that's the cop car. i mean it's so much yeah, organization that i don't think it's real yeah it's the kind of stuff that he does as yeah. future Post joker. joker yeah it's once he's actually joker. Ledger, but uh yeah, yeah. so I, I think that could all easily be in his head and he just made his way to arkham asylum but it's a very cool scene that he's fat fantasizing uh, and and being able to rejoice and celebrate his you know victory kind of uh, that the clowns are celebrating with him and yeah. see him as an idol. So let's finish up Arthur's story real quick, yeah. and then we'll go back to one thing. Um, we see that he's in Arkham Asylum now. He's talking to the therapist, and he's laughing. What we'll, I know, we'll okay. we'll talk about that in a minute yet, because <laughs> um, <laughs> that's gonna be a separate thing. Okay. Uh, uh, so he's in Arkham and the, he's laughing and the therapist is like, what's so funny? And he says, you wouldn't understand the joke. Yeah. I wish I knew what the joke was. And that's why I wanted to go back and see what joke he told on stage with the the kid drunk driving and stuff like that. Because I'm wondering how well that compares. I think he thinks life is a joke. I think he thinks that us striving is a joke. That society trying to exist is a joke. I, I think it's full nihilism from him Maybe. at that point. Chaos. He wants to see, he wants to see things untethered and i know chaos and nihilism are two different things but i think it's kind of a mix of the both is he just wants to see the world free of these norms yeah. that they put in we, place yeah we what we would see as chaos he sees as freedom yeah yeah because the structure that has been built just keeps the powerful and the wealthy in power and the weak and oppressed suffering and so he likes to see that broken free and level playing field yeah what was it uh, like the bubonic plague how it doesn't spare and there's a saying i don't know what it goes but it doesn't spare the kings and the the royal it affects the peasants as well as the kings kind of yeah. thing. So it's like a level playing field. If you bring bring Thomas Wayne down to the gutters with everybody else and he's going to die just like any other pig. Kind of yeah. Thing. And then we see that he might have killed the therapist. He's walking away with blood on his shoes. Yeah. So that also could have easily been it his It could have been easily delusion. Yeah. yeah. No, no, so we really... No, no, I'm saying that could have been his joke. Is that, oh, oh, oh you, won't, you wouldn't find it so funny, but you know, this thing that's going to happen in like five minutes. I, I, I assumed it was him. I thought like, okay, he's pretending like I just killed her, you know, and then he's walking away and she's just finding her office. Yeah. But he's kind of losing it and then... Yeah. All That's right. True. So, and then then we're basically fade out there. He's he's in Arkham, which means that eventually he'll break out and Batman starts. Yeah. Um, but for there to be a Batman during the riots, mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne and his lovely wife and Martha and their son Bruce, uh, they leave the opera opera to see that there's a great chaos going on or theater. We think it's opera. Yeah. And they go down an alleyway, and then one of the guys from the riots shoots yeah. Thomas Wayne, Clown Martha. Mask. And, and actually pulls the, the uh, yeah, he has a clown mask on yeah. and pulls her beads or her pearls we've seen a hundred times. Yeah. And then Bruce is there by himself yeah. and Batman starts. Yeah. That's a pretty good way to kind of like just barely hint at the uh, origin stories, an origin story we've seen four times now. Yeah. But still. But I like it. Might as well add it in there. Yeah. It's kind of, it was, you know, 
wasn't, yeah. was you could have done without it. I guess you could have done without seeing any Bruce. And I still I almost loved think it would have been cool if we just saw them almost. Yeah, this would have been too much. It would have been like for the people that really cared. Like during this scene that we see like him in the cop car. Oh, he looks through an alley and there's just a kid standing over two parents. Or we just see Thomas and his, and Martha like with Bruce like running down the road out of a theater. And we don't have to know what's going to happen, but we uh, know that it's a theater. We know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Oh, the theater scene. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that would have been good. So but, we didn't need to necessarily get so heavy handed with that part. But I mean, yeah. we're at 97. I guess we got to lose three points somewhere. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll toss one of them there. There you go. Okay, so uh, do, very long review. Anything else you want to toss in? Do you think with... So another theory that I, that I well there's a lot of theories online but one oh, that I was so thinking many. too the uh, scene at the end with the the therapist mm-hmm. um, they had mentioned that the, the, online that the therapist looks very similar to the one that he was seeing yeah social prior. worker social yeah. worker yeah um, but do you think that all of that all of his success could have been an illusion could have been he, him talking he to was, himself he was simply sitting in that lady's oh, office oh I see from the moment you, the screen came on god yeah that could be the case yeah he was never home like he imagined he killed his mom. He imagined his mom that, abandoned him when he was a kid. Yeah, he imagined that Bruce Wayne could have been his dad, and he imagined Thomas, that he yeah. got vengeance on him in a long, long about way. Oh man, he could have imagined all of that stuff. You can rewatch this movie so many times and catch something different every time. Yeah. I love movies like that. Mm-hmm. Super excited for that. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to get out before we wrap this thing up? No, that we was have a like lot. two more topics to get to today, oh, and we're at an hour and five, so this is gonna yeah. be about an hour and forty minute episode. Break. <laughs> if you want to take a break, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the stream will be watching anything. We'll cut everything else out. Anyway, so, all right. So I'm giving it a 97. You're giving it a... I'll do 95. 95? Yeah. Okay. You're really not a big fan of Bruce, huh? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. But that's... I mean, now that I think about it, you probably could have cut out all the Bruce scenes. You would have lost some of the mainstream people who aren't watching it for... Right. Who are just the watching... people that are complaining of, right now anyways. Yeah. But I, I think you could have done just fine in his story, in Arthur Fleck's yeah. story, without having any Bruce in it. I liked the Thomas idea. I think the Thomas idea was yeah, cool. Yeah, tying him in as a potential father. You just, Well, I mean, yeah, you just needed a rich guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. All right, guys. Uh, next up, we have our interview with Mindy Indy, creator of the Airhead comic book. Super excited for that. That's a really good conversation we have. Again, the edit is a little rough because of some uh, dropouts, but it's, it's good. All right, that's coming up next. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.